are now listening to Tempo Podcast. You are now locked into Tempo Talk, your money in motion with your boy, C.Dot, C.Dot Thomas, that is Chris Thomas. Uh, we must have conversations that go toward a destination and most importantly, uh, conversations that display change. Our focus today on Tempo Talk is inflation. What is inflation? What are the types of inflation? How do we get to this period in um, inflation? And um, hopefully we can get to a solution, but it is my job to give you vital information and it's your job to execute the information. So here we go. Uh, We're going to get into it. What is inflation? I'm glad you asked that question. Inflation is the decline of purchasing power of any given currency over time. A quantitative estimate of the rate at which the decline in purchasing power occurs can only be reflected in the increase of an average price of selected goods and services, right? In the economy. So the rise in the general level of prices often are expressed as a percentage. So right now we're at 7%. That means uh, the unit of currency effectively buys less than it did in prior years. For an example, let me give you coffee for, for an example. And as it climbed throughout the years in 1970, you could get a a cup of coffee for 25 cents. Let's jump forward to the year 1990. You can get a cup of coffee for 75 cents. So that was a 50 cents, 50 cent jump from 2000 to 2019 In 2000, you can get it for a dollar in 2019. You get a cup of coffee for a dollar 59. So the other side to inflation is deflation and deflation is when the purchasing power of money increases and prices decline. So as we established already, the value of currency and inflation is falling. And consequently, the level of prices of goods and services is rising. Now, inflation sometimes is viewed in three categories. We have demand pull inflation. We have cost push inflation and we have built in inflation. I'll get to those in a minute. But inflation can be looked upon positive or it can be looked upon negative. And that really depends on the individual's perspective when it comes to their financial stability. So for people who have multiple streams of income, their tangible assets like property, stock commodities, they may they may like to see inflation because why? their value of their assets rises, them prices rises, them goods, them services, those commodities, them things that they can use to make money off rise. But the people on the other hand who has to pay for those, it's a different story. We get to that. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the BLS, reported that the consumer price index for all urban consumers, CPIU, um, was up 7% in a 12-month period ending December 2021. That has been the largest increase since June of 1982. 
So as we know, currency is losing value, prices rise, and it buys fewer goods and services. The loss of purchasing power impacts the general cost of living for the common public, which ultimately leads to a deceleration in economic growth. The consensus view among U.S. economists is that sustained inflation incurs when a nation's money supply growth outpaces economic growth. So let me give you the examples. Stimulus checks, unemployment claims, and extra government funding. So we came out of, we're still in it, the pandemic, and the amount of government spending cannot keep up with the economic growth. So our money supply, I don't want to say is, is drying up, but it's just, it's losing value. So to combat this, the central bank then takes necessary protocols or necessary measures to manage the supply of money and to and, and also credit to keep up with inflation within its permissible limits to keep the economy running smoothly. So at this moment, you should ask the question, well, what are the causes of inflation? An increase in the supply of money is the root of inflation, though this can play out in different you know, mechanisms in the economy. Money supply can be increased by the let's say the central bank want to increase the money. They can print it or they can give away more to individuals. So this brings us into the three types of inflation. The first being demand pool effect, which is uh, demand pool inflation. And this occurs when an increase in the supply of money and credit stimulates overall demand for goods and services. This increase demands and leads to the prices rising with more money available to, to individuals. Positive consumer sentiments leads to higher spending and this increase pulls prices higher. It creates a demand and supply gap with higher demand and less flexible supply, which results overall in higher prices. Cost push effect. Another another word for it is cost push inflation is a result of the increase in prices working through the production process inputs. So this is this is when uh, the money supply and credit are channeled into a commodity or like asset markets. So let me give you an example. It's us it usually happens when we have a negative economic shock. So the stock market went into a uh, protocol that caused it to correct itself. So now it sends cost of goods or services through the roof. Now, as this happens, you will pay more for finished products or finished services. For instance, when the expansion of money of the money supply goes higher, it creates a speculation boom for cost and for uh, services, cost and services. So let's take oil prices. Now there's a speculation boom on oil prices. So that means the cost of energy, anything that propels something now rises. And this will be reflected in various, various measures uh, within inflation. Built-in in inflation is related to adaptive expectations. So the idea that people expect current inflation rates to continue in the future. So as uh, the prices of goods and services rises, workers, people who earn money and others come to expect that they will continue to rise in the future at a similar rate and demand more costs. So if you demand more costs, you have to raise wages in order to maintain the standard of living. 
So as a result, the increase in wages results, guess what, people, in higher cost of goods and services. This wage price spirals as, you know, one factor just spiraling into the other factor and, um, and vice versa. And it just goes back and forth. So if you're demanding more money, then that means that your goods and services cost more. If your goods and services cost more, then you have to uh, demand higher wages. So the bottom line, the bottom line is this, dealing with um, inflation. Here are the pros and here are the cons. And they're very uh, simplistic. Inflation can be viewed as positive, depending on you know your financial perspective and your you know diversification of your financial uh, capacity. Why? Because your assets, your tangible assets, your uh, goods and services will be valued higher than what they're worth, or valued higher than you know what you can possibly deliver. So inflation is looked upon positive for that reason, for those reasons. A person may look at it negative because their financial stability or their financial capacity is not diversified enough. So the people who are buying the goods and services, of course, you will be unhappy. Of course, you will be upset because you're shelling out uh, more money for goods and services. But I want to leave you with this quote by Kevin Brady. He says, inflation destroys savings, impedes planning, and discourages investment. That means less productivity and a low standard of living. He said some key things there. He said, destroy savings. He said, impedes planning and discourages investment. Savings, planning, and investment. I want to leave you with those three words. Savings, planning, and investment. Hope you enjoyed Tempo Podcast today. You can subscribe on all podcast platforms and on our website at www.paysetmovement.com. Thanks for listening. And until next week, remember, create momentum, then dictate tempo.